Chapter 29 of Fairy Stories My Children Love Best of All. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ron Altman. Fairy Stories My Children Love Best of All by Edgar Dubbs Scheimer. Chapter 29 Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Once upon a time in the middle of winter, when the snowflakes were falling like feathers, a queen sat sewing at a window framed in black ebony. As she sewed, she pricked her finger, and three drops of blood fell on the snow outside. Because the red showed out so well against the white, she thought to herself, Oh, what wouldn't I give to have a child as white as snow, as red as blood, and as black as ebony? Her wish was granted, for not long after was born to her a little daughter with a skin as white as snow, lips and cheeks as red as blood, and hair as black as ebony. She was called Snow White. Not long after her birth the queen died and within a year the king married again. His new wife was a beautiful but wicked woman, and so proud that she couldn't bear any rival to her beauty. An old witch, who was a friend of hers, had given her a magic mirror, and when she used to stand before it and ask, Mirror, mirror in my hand, Who's the fairest in the land? It always replied, You are most fair, my lady queen, None fairer in the land, I ween. Then the queen was happy, For she knew the mirror always spoke the truth. But Princess Snow White was growing prettier And prettier every year, and one day the prince of a neighboring kingdom was so struck by her loveliness that he asked for her hand in marriage. The queen put off giving him any answer for a year and a day, and when he was gone she asked the mirror the usual question. This time it replied, My lady queen, you are fair, tis true, but Snow White is more fair than you. Then the queen flew into the most violent passion, and calling her chief huntsman, she said, Take the princess out into the wood and kill her, and bring me her heart, that I may be certain that she is dead. The huntsman led Snow White out into the wood, but she was so sweet and beautiful that he let her wander forth into the forest instead of killing her. 
he killed a wild pig instead, and brought its heart to the queen as a proof that Snow White was really dead. When Snow White found herself alone in the wood, she was greatly frightened, and began to run, and kept on running until she came to a little house. Through the window she saw there was no one at home, but she was so tired that she stepped inside to rest. Everything in the house was very small. A little table was set for supper, with seven little plates, and against the wall were seven little beds. Snow White was so hungry and thirsty that she ate a bit of bread and a little porridge from each plate, and drank a drop of water from each cup. Then she lay down on one of the beds and fell fast asleep. Soon the masters of the house returned. They were seven dwarfs who dug deep in the heart of the mountain for gold and jewels. They soon noticed that someone had been in the room. "'Who's been eating my bread?' said one of the dwarfs. "'Who's been tasting my porridge?' said another. "'Who's been drinking from my cup?' said a third. Then the first saw a hollow in his bed where Snow White had tried it, and he cried out, "'Who's been lying on my bed?' Then all the dwarfs examined their beds, and the seventh started back in amazement, for there he beheld Snow White fast asleep. The dwarfs had never seen a little girl before, and they were so enchanted by Snow White's beauty that they gathered round with their lamps to admire her. The light woke Snow White. She was very much frightened at first, but the seven strange little dwarfs were so friendly that at last she told them how she came to be wandering so far in the forest, and how her stepmother had wished to put her to death. When the dwarfs had heard her story, they asked, "'Will you stay and keep house for us, cook, make the beds, sweep the house, sew and knit? If you will do this, we shall be glad to have you live with us, and you shall want for nothing. So Snow White took up her abode with them. Every morning the dwarfs burrowed into the mountain to seek for gold and jewels, and every evening when they returned home, Snow White had their supper ready. They grew very fond of her, and she of them. But before they went away in the morning, they always warned her, saying, Beware of the wicked queen. If she finds out that you are alive, she may attempt to harm you. The queen, because she thought she had seen Snow White's heart, believed that she was once more the most beautiful woman in the world. But one day, 
When she asked her magic mirror the usual question, it answered, My lady queen, you are fair, tis true, But Snow White is fairer far than you. Snow White, who dwells with the seven little men, Is as fair as you, as fair again. When the queen heard these words, she was struck dumb with horror, and ran quickly to the witch, and asked her how she might destroy Snow White. The witch, by magic, transformed the queen into an old peddler woman, and gave her a poisoned comb. In this disguise the queen journeyed to the house of the seven dwarfs, there she called out, Fine wares to sell, fine wares to sell. Snow White saw that the old woman was tired, and asked her into the house. But she would buy nothing, for she had no money. Then the old woman said, Because you were kind, and let me come into the house, I will give you this fine comb. Let me put it in your hair. Hardly had the comb touched her hair than the poison worked, and Snow White fell down unconscious. Now, my fine lady, you're really done for this time, said the wicked woman, and she ran back to the witch. Fortunately, the seven dwarfs soon returned home, and when they saw their dear Snow White lying on the floor, still and motionless, they suspected the wicked queen. So they searched till they found the poisonous comb, and the moment they pulled it out of her hair, Snow White came to herself and told them what had happened. When they had heard it, they said, The old peddler woman was none other than the queen in disguise. In future, let no one into the house if we are not at home. As soon as the wicked queen got to the old witch's cavern, she consulted her magic mirror. But the mirror answered as before, my lady queen, you are fair, tis true, But Snow White is fairer far than you. Snow White, who dwells with the seven little men, Is as fair as you, as fair again. When she heard this, the queen became as pale as death, Because she saw that Snow White must be alive again. This time, she said to the witch, you must give me something that will make an end of her once and for all. The witch gave her a poisoned apple, so beautiful that everyone who saw it longed to eat it. Then the witch changed the queen into an old pie-man. This time, when she knocked at the dwarf's door, Snow White answered through the window and said, I may not let anyone in, no matter who. 
I have promised the dwarfs. Are you afraid of being poisoned? asked the old pieman. I merely stopped to give you an apple I plucked in the wood. See, I will cut it in half and eat the white side, and you can eat the red. Now the apple was so cunningly made that only the red cheek was poisonous. Snow White, seeing the pieman eating, took the poisoned half. But hardly had the first bite passed her lips when she fell down dead. This time the dwarfs won't be able to bring you back to life, cried the queen. When she got home she asked her mirror, and it replied, You are the fairest lady queen, none fairer in the land, I ween. So her jealous heart was at rest, at least as much at rest as so bad a heart ever can be. When the dwarfs came home, they found Snow White lifeless on the ground. They unlaced her bodice, combed her hair, and bathed her face with wine, but all in vain. Their little princess was dead. For three whole days they wept for her. She looked so lovely, as if she were only fast asleep, that they could not bear to hide her away in the black ground. So they made a coffin of crystal, and laid her in it, and wrote on the lid in gold letters that she was a princess. They set the coffin in a dell in the forest, and kept watch over it all the time. One day it happened that while the dwarfs kept guard over the coffin deep in the dell, the queen's huntsman, who had dug his way out of a tower in which he had been imprisoned, came searching through the forest for Snow White. When the dwarfs learned that he was the huntsman who had let Snow White escape instead of killing her, they let him look upon her in the crystal coffin. They saw that he too loved their little princess, and they asked him what to do, for they were sure that it was the wicked queen who had caused Snow White's death. The huntsmen led them back to the palace, bearing the crystal coffin on their shoulders. The prince had returned that day to claim Snow White as his bride, as the queen had promised. The queen told him that Snow White was dead, that she had died while away at school. Just at that moment the huntsman and the seven dwarfs came marching into the palace, bearing Snow White in the crystal coffin. The wicked queen was terrified, for she knew that her hour had come. Quickly grasping the magic mirror, she asked, Mirror, mirror, in my hand, who's the fairest in the land? The mirror replied, You who hold me in your hand, you were fairest in the land. But today I tell you true, Snow White, 
is more fair than you. In her rage and despair, the queen broke the magic mirror and rushed at the seven dwarfs to keep them from bringing the crystal coffin into the throne room. The dwarfs, in the suddenness of the attack, let the coffin fall. The crystal was broken, and Snow White's body lay on the floor. When the dwarfs gathered around her to protect her from the queen, Snow White sat up with the piece of poisoned apple in her hand. It had been jarred from her throat by the fall. At first Snow White was terrified when she recognized the palace. But when the prince claimed her for his bride and said he would protect her, all fear left her. The queen became ugly, for she had broken the magic mirror, and she asked that they let her go far away where no one would see her. The huntsman wanted to lock her up in the gray tower, as she had done to him. The seven dwarfs wanted to make a pair of red-hot slippers for her to dance in at Snow White's wedding. But Snow White had pity on her, because she had become so ugly, and she persuaded her friends to let the queen go unharmed. Snow White was crowned queen, and the whole court rejoiced, for they loved her. The seven dwarfs went to their cottage deep in the forest to bring back their gold and diamonds as a wedding present for Snow White. When they returned, she kept them with her always as her bodyguard, and the huntsman was their captain. So Snow White and the prince lived happily forever after. End of chapter 29 Recording by Ron Altman